my maker is where I long to be. Another something in the water podcast. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin, along with Sean Clark. We're here with our guests today, the Page Brothers. Hey, Tra- Travis and Dakota Page. What's up? Are y'all really brothers? We are yeah. brothers. A couple Mama of day lilies. Daddy. Now, why do you call them day lilies? What's up? Because that's that? they're from the home of the day lilies, day lily festival. Hey, yeah. Dale. Yeah, hey, Dale. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't look like day lilies to me. <laughs> Hey, you know, you know what they say about Adele? It's so close to hell, you get, you can see sparks. <laughs> That's now, why good. do you say that? Because they, because sparks and Adele are right by each other. Man. Some people don't know what the heck sparks is, man. I didn't it's either a town. until yeah. I played in Valdosta back in the day, and in uh, half of the workforce at that hotel was from Sparks. <laughs> So that Man. was my first introduction to the town. There's about seven people in Sparks. How, how yeah, close seven. is that to y'all? Uh, it's like right beside it. How many miles? A mile. Like a mile. Is that right? <laughs> Did y'all ever know anybody from Sparks? Um, no? I don't know. There's seven people there. They know everybody. You don't re- remember ever meeting anybody. You'd probably be about my age or older. Well, no one says, hey, nice to meet you. I'm from Sparks. Everybody just thinks you're from Adel. Is it you, about, ever, you ever met like anybody? Heck, named, the people in Sparks don't even know they live in Sparks. They think they live in Adel, man. <laughs> well, damn, y'all are like this. Yeah. <laughs> you ever meet anybody named Dirty Harry? There's a movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't. Well, he was, he was the bartender at the King of the Road in 1976. Clint Eastwood? <laughs> Dirty Harry. Hmm. I don't even remember his last name. <clears throat> but that's another story. <laughs> so what you boys been up to? He's just been playing music and writing music, recording music, and um, you know, Cody's been getting arrested and oh, yeah? breaking out of jail. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's a good boy. <laughs> Man, did you just say I'm a good boy? Yeah, yeah, you I'm are. A, You're a good boy. I'm a good man. I ain't no boy. I'm a man. <laughs> with a voice like that, I ain't going to argue with you. <laughs> Speaking of that voice, we've had y'all on a time or two already, and some people know about you, but y'all have a band, a full band, called the Page Brothers Band. Yeah. And y'all been doing work with Uncle Dave's Waycross Stagecoach as a duo. Yeah. That's right. Too. And uh, we appreciate y'all coming along for some of those rides. It's uh, fun. I'm looking fun. forward to more. Mm-hmm. Now we like we like <clears throat> you know hopping on the stagecoach and and horse and boogieing it down the road. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, <clears throat> Christmas. That was the last show we the did. Johnny Cash, Cash for Christmas. Yeah. You know, you, oh, could, you could call me Johnny, but I ain't got no cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did a you, show at the Pretoria Fields Brewing Company in Albany for that. Yeah, December 23rd. Mm-hmm. Coldest day of in the history of Georgia. Dakota shaved his beard and <clears throat> slicked he his did. hair back and looked like he Johnny Cash pomade. himself. Yeah, I bought, I bought pomade. I was going to, because uh, they said that Johnny Cash used Royal Crown pomade, but I couldn't find no dang Royal Crown pomade, so <laughs> I just got some at Walmart. Probably a thing of the past. Yeah, I'm not a pomade dude, you know, like, mm-hmm. that was, that, well, spent he was $10 struggling. on a can of pomade. Yeah. You were shooting and I, for authenticity. And I never put no more of it in there. He spent the whole he car should. right was, there combing his hair and, and it, with him, a mirror. Had one of those little mirrors whole time. Why won't you ever use it again? Was it like uncomfortable or smell bad or something? No, it's just like, I don't know, man. Hard to get out? I, I, feel, I feel like, yeah, it was hard to get out, and then I couldn't, I couldn't get it right. And pomade is, is not going to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> Thumbs down. Who uses pomade anymore? Is it something for hipsters, women? Hipsters, yeah. Hipsters, yeah. Speaking of hipsters, Cody does not understand what a hipster is. Yeah, what is what is a hipster, man? I don't know if I could categorize Well, they're mutating, it. so. I mean, it's, what year are we talking about? They're mutating a little bit. Wouldn't they be followers of that er- earlier lifestyle? No, it's it's, it's kind of changed over the years. Changed, yeah, it's more like uh, <clears throat> trying real hard to be something you're not. Yeah, they trying try to, to, they to, try to cool. stay away from the mainstream, yeah. but they it almost ends up. Well, the the new hipsters, which is now the old hipsters, <laughs> is the suspenders and the curly mustaches and the, yeah. Riding boots and, and the, the lumberjack shirts and with the, their uh, jeans rolled up a notch. Yeah, yeah, they they're just a little. Yeah, no. they like to dress up like they're workers. Mm-hmm. So. got a drugstore cowboys. <laughs> right? That was another term back in the. They like to play dress 60s. up. Sixties drugstore cowboy is a faker. <clears throat> we apologize to all the hipsters. Hey, yeah, man. all you hipsters out there watching this, we just kidding. We love you. Yeah. And I thought the first time I heard somebody say the word hipster, I thought they was talking about the old people that go like the old people, the old people that they they try to like break dance and they hips go out and stuff. <laughs> now that's just called stupid. Uh, <clears throat> I want to see these old people that are break dancing. Yeah. Look it up on YouTube. Yeah. I yeah. imagine there's some out there that are limber. Everybody, just because they get old, don't mean they can't do everything. I didn't say that. What are you going to try? <laughs> Why are you trying to get no. a bunch of bad fan mail? <clears throat> there's some old people out there that did yoga. Old people could do it too, Sean. Yeah, ass. And they still limber. Uh, why you want to talk about old people? <laughs> Let's bring it back. To I history. mean, somebody told me one time 
He said, man, you're only as old as you feel, man. That's right. Yeah. I feel like an 18-year-old that got in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's all in your mind, ain't it? Age. Uh, Age is just a number, man. Age is just a number. That's what I keep telling myself. And how old are you guys that... I am 24. I'm 96. <laughs> what do you attribute? Well, I was born in 96. I'm 26. If you're 96, what do you attribute your uh, young looks to? <laughs> Cigarettes and liquor. That's right. <laughs> Man. You're the oldest 26-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> when I was 26, I was 94. Hey, it's like that sometimes, man. Uh, what? I remember what I was going to say. It's because you're so old. That's right. Memory loss. Did you get oh, that yeah. email I sent? Or you got to go back over there? Uh, <clears throat> I, had, I had somebody ask me one time, they were like, um, how you got such a deep voice, man? And I said that on the day I was born, I come out my mama with a, with a pack of Marlboro Reds and a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Top. No, no, I didn't, no, I meant, uh. Well, yeah, I thought it did. Uh, well, it doesn't show as having sent. Yeah, now it just did. So maybe it'll go now. <laughs> or in a few minutes here. We don't have it. So you boys are recording. We are. What are y'all recording? We are recording uh, original music of all shapes and sizes. Was this a full length? Yeah. I think it was maybe 12, 12 songs. We've got like 15, but we just got to figure out, you know, which ones to put on there, which ones to make the cut. Yeah. 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 May, may even have an instrumental song on there. Cool. Yeah. That's where he. Hey, we're using all real instruments, man. <laughs> the heck with them fake ones y'all used last time. <laughs> yeah, the mirror guitars didn't work out no. too good. You know, literally drum pad, you know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Where are y'all recording? In McRae, <laughs> Georgia, at Map Studios. With Chuck Hutchinson. Chuck Hutchinson and Kent Dowling. Oh, I know Kent. Yeah, I owned Kent's Music in Tifton. Mm. That's where... Uh, Where's the studio at there? Is it? It's right downtown, McRae. Yeah, right. I used to record at a studio in McRae, too. Really? And it was... You're going down a main street, you turn to the right from where we were coming in from Waycross. Uh, I can't remember. It seemed like it... A little... Nice size studio, you know, just a 
plain block building. Mm-hmm. John, somebody owned it, ran it at the time. That one, little old Afro curly headed guy with glasses. Seemed like his name was John something. Anyhow, that was back in the eighties. Don't know if this is the same one. Well, I think he's had this maybe for eight or nine years, something like that. But cool. yeah. <clears throat> well, we was talking about stagecoach. We got some upcoming things with y'all at the Swamp Town Get Down and March 16th. We're going to be doing one at that uh, festival. <clears throat> Grant's Lounge is around that, too. Grant's Lounge is coming before? up about a week before. Mm-hmm. Damn, it is. 11th, March 11th, Grant's Lounge in Macon. Then we got one at this place called Boondocks in uh, Brunswick in August. They've got a a backstage built specifically for music now. And I don't know if they'll it'll give us this... Uh, um, Video. I just sent a video to, uh, here we go. Looks like it's trying to open up. Well, what page? I, page. I, I don't know. It's not on my page. It's, it's Cheryl Waters sent it to me, but that's okay. We was trying to uh, um, show you all a picture of the, the boondocks stage in the backyard but there's a lot going to be going on there music wise starting about warm weather nice you got boondogs have y'all played there yet no where it's is it cool. at is it downtown somewhere y'all had played no there right when you're coming in to brunswick before you get to go under the under interstate mm-hmm. when you get to that first red light take a left and that is 17 right there uh I think 17 turns to the right right there. But take a left going to uh, Blythe Island, and it's on your right. Okay, so it ain't there. All right. Anyhow, it was a uh, a live video of some of y'all's competition from over in y'all's neck of the woods playing there on New Year's Eve, Eve. Bodine and the Poachers. Oh, Bodine and the Poachers. All Benny Boys. All Benny Boys, yeah. They just got a new bus. Oh, really? Yeah, it's nice. A bus? Yeah, like a Silver Eagle bus or something like that. God knows. Yeah. I didn't take a ride on that thing. We got on it out there uh, at Boondocks, actually. No, they, they got a... There new, new yeah, bus. yeah, we got on that. Oh yeah, that one. They had a school bus for a while. Yeah, they still got it too. I think. Good. They got options. Did they play that much? They play a good bit. Are they full time? They play a lot. Yeah. But uh, somebody's got some. One of their sisters or something has some connections with buses. Yeah. 
Wow. I wish my sister it's a uh, had prison bus too. Buses. Like it looks like a uh, tour bus, but you get on there and it's like hollow, <laughs> and it's like uh, they got some seats that come in and out, like kind of like school bus seats. But it's still pretty, pretty badass. That's awesome. That looks like it might be. Yep. No. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that was that night a, that we were out there. Is that a video? That's a nice stage. First picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyhow, Boondocks has built this wooden fenced-in area uh, behind their the uh, venue. And uh, that stage right there, covered stage. That's nice. And they are planning on having a lot of live music. Typically, they were a... Uh, karaoke bar and then just out of the blue decided to do this <clears throat> kind of open it up to uh, more live music and they've that's excellent had me and they've had the pine box dwellers book there she's and uh, she wants to get with y'all and get y'all in there too can't wait we love playing in Brunswick mm-hmm. it's a good time and I, I heard they had the first pot that Brunswick stew was ever made in in Brunswick, man. Oh, uh, yeah? Every time we bring up Brunswick, he says that. Because every time I hear the word Brunswick, I think Oh, they Brunswick have some kind stew, of Brunswick man. stew festival or something? Yeah, they just, just had, had one. It. Oh, they just had it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I talked to a, some approved ladies that were at it. They got to judge the winner and everything. They had to eat all of the different Brunswick stews. And How old is Brunswick? Like late 1700s or something? I mean, it's been around a while now. you talking about a coastal port. Yeah. And everything, that was probably some of the first to really be uh, formed or whatever you call it. It's a pretty town. <clears throat> yeah, they... That area right there is hopping. They keep us booked up over there. Yeah. Where do y'all play over that way? Tipsies? Yeah, pretty much just uh, play tipsies and And downtown. And then Reed's, yeah. We just played at Reed's um, last Saturday. Reed's Apothecary. Speakeasy. That that place is cool, man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Walking down that little hallway, knocking on a door, and, and the guy goes, slides the thing. What's the password? I never know the password, though. I say it, it's Dakota Page. And yeah. They don't question it. Heck, <laughs> I ain't even got to say it's Dakota Page. I go knock, knock, and they automatically know. I said, it's him. Just let him in. Two blondes on a waterbed. <laughs> right. Where? Cody likes to drink those jive turkeys they got there. They don't have them anymore, oh, they man. They don't. Oh. They don't. Wild turkey. Because you drink them all. No, it was this. Uh, they got, you know, they make like. Specialty drinks. Specialty. Yeah, they call it giggle water, man. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like, I'm I'm usually a, a Jack Daniels dude. I just drink Jack and Coke and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, like I go in there and everything, and then they's 
this little menu thing. A menu. It's called a menu. <laughs> menu of drinks. And I, and I was looking. I thought there was going to be food on there or something. Like, this is the first time I played there. There ain't no biscuits and, and gravy on there. And all I see on there is giggle water. I'm like, what the heck is giggle water? you like, I like the giggle. And then right under the giggle water, there was jive turkey. Mm. And, and you I'm thought like, that was a sandwich? <laughs> that was a sandwich. <laughs> I'll have some turkey. No, but they're like, you know, cocktails or whatever. And they, some of the drinks that they make there, like, sound like lines out of like a mobster movie and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Because, I mean, back before the the 28th of Mintman or whatever it is, like, you know, alcohol when it was illegal and stuff. Yeah, man. prohibition. Prohibition, yeah. I don't, I don't understand a prohibition, though, because, like, I heard, like, alcohol wasn't illegal and then, one day they made it illegal. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's what mm-hmm. the prohibition was. It was uh, probably a lot like it is now politically. There was a bunch of uh, highfalutin society uh, people, moral uh, people pushing morals on the entire country, you know, said alcohol is bad. Alcohol is bad. Like, you know, and uh, and and how they uh, do it again? Like that, bunch of women. You know, mainly women. You know, and uh, uh, they got enough money behind them and power enough, and and somebody whoever was in office at the time uh, supported them, and they passed the law. You know, the Prohibition Act. Of whatever it was, was that eighteen hundred? No, nineteen thirties. Mm. Yeah, nineteen yeah, thirties. Well, of course, it was getting a little out of hand with the gangsters and. Well, that, the gangsters didn't start real bad until prohibition. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the right. That's where Reed's apothecary being a speakeasy. Speakeasies were uh, cropped up after that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where you could go in this back room yeah be a bookshelf and it <laughs> they've got that i didn't realize that because i'm always mm-hmm. never in the restaurant side of there but there's a bookshelf in there really and it, it's the whole wall moving you can walk in right where that bar ends into awesome. the wall yeah i haven't seen that part i've never been in the restaurant side we played up there for new year's and apparently uh pe- people bought tickets or whatever and dressed up tuxedos and whatnot and they were having dinner and then we were in there about ready to play, and then they open that door, and then everybody just come in there oh, while we started playing. <laughs> yep, they were, uh, like you said, they were passwords back in those days, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the little, all you could see was a set of eyes up there. <laughs> and you had to know, because there was a lot more on the line than at Reed's Apothecary <laughs> back in those days. <laughs> you get killed. Every time I go up there and y'all playing though, they always say, "The day, the day lilies send their regards." That. That's the password. Is the day lilies send their regards? I'm proud to be a day lily. That's fine, man. 
Whatever. <laughs> it don't bother me none. Come on now, man. It don't bother me none. Not at you all. You know it bothers you. It don't. Not a bit. I'm going to have to stop saying if it don't bother he's, you. Yeah. Listen, he's confident enough in his sexuality to admit yeah. he's a damn lily. Yeah. That's why I wear pink. He's a lily it's by a day. It's a beautiful flower. <laughs> lily by day. <laughs> I think I knew a girl named Lily one time. Really? Well, was she a day Lily or a night Lily? You know what's ironic about Lillian is the cook at the Waffle House, man. Oh, yeah. She's cool, man. <laughs> what? The cook at the Waffle House? Yeah, they yeah. ate a Waffle House. The Waffle House where two people get shot and. You know, uh, they should close it down the next day. They're up and running again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like how GBI all over yeah. there and everything. They don't like to shut them Waffle Houses down for nothing. I think they were only shut down for about five hours. And then they <laughs> While they mopped. And then they, you know. <laughs> they were still staying in the parking lot the next day. Y'all live amongst action. Yeah. Um, there's some. It's. They should have made the. I mean, everybody knew about it right when it happened. Because I mean, like, it was a small town. It just, mm-hmm. you know, when everybody, like, I think the Waffle House is the highlight of the town, man. <laughs> like, some people stop at Walmart or Piggly Wiggly, but, you know, everybody's at the Waffle House. So that's the heartbeat. They got good chocolate milk. They got true yeah, moo. True moo. The moo is true. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like true moo after a gig. That's good. Somebody was talking about that one time, like, I guess because they heard about it on the news. They they knew we were from Adel. And they were like, they should have named a newspaper article Murder with a Side of Hash Browns or something. (laughs) You know. That, That's that, clever. That sounds like a song. Once <laughs> you got a Waffle House song? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Baby. <laughs> baby. Ballad, Ballad of baby. baby. That's right. We sure do. It's waiting to be sung. Sturgill Simpson has a Waffle House song. Yeah, on, uh, he went on, uh, Stephen Colbert. Colbert. Yeah. Yep. Y'all ever heard that song, Raisin Toast? It's a Waffle House song. <laughs> Raisin Toast. Uh, We're in here raising toast. Cody <laughs> sang uh, "Cocaine Blues" in the Waffle House one time. I was drunk. Man. He has guitar and everything. Well, no, we. I was going in there, and then somebody's like, "Go get your guitar," you know, because everybody knows us, man. <laughs> going to Walmart. That's some guitar boys. Couple of day lilies that sing your song right here. Get him to get it. Get your guitars. We we used to do that too. We'd get free breakfast out of it sometimes. We, we back in the seventies making at the Crystal. We'd go in there after the gig, you know, uh, still wearing the same outfits because everybody could tell we was a band, and. Uh, We'd just sing an acapella song, you know, that had about four-part harmony and all. And then Wes would be just enchanted, and they said, that's on the house. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. What is it about a band 
you can just tell that they're a band. You just uh, see someone, you know they're a musician. You know they're red eyes. Is it? Long hair. Yeah. yeah. Long hair, red eyes. They smell like reefer. Oh, Stand out in the parking lot, all of them sharing one cigarette. <laughs> Smell like liquor and bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, I reckon they, they do have a certain, uh, they give off a certain something. Air. Air. <laughs> certain air about. Well, <clears throat> let's take a break. Why don't y'all come play oh, yeah. some uh, y'all, music? Y'all got some new stuff. Some daylily music? Some daily, daily let's, music. let's have some daylily music. And me and Travis we're... are going to uh, leg wrestle. We'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way. Something in the water taught me how to pray. Page Brothers from Adel, Georgia, and they're going to pick us some songs. What y'all got? We're going to play a new tune. It's called God's Moving Water. Mama took me to church on Sunday. Say, listen to the preacher, man. For fifty dollars, I can save your soul. Put your money in the pan. Well, pay your tithes and I'll lead your life unto the gates of heaven. Sin is free, salvation ain't cheap. You don't like it, you better get stepping. Your brother down in the Flint River Gather round children, it's time to pray Gonna drown our sin Out of a sinner Let God's moving water Wash him away Talking on a broadcast mic said, let me tell you how to live your life. The poor folks don't mean nothing to him. With his hand in your pocket, he'll take every cent. Cutting tax breaks for the wealthy man. Now laying bricks, he puts the law to the land. Blue collar falls, upper class stands. Here to the chief, strike up the band Be your brother down in the Flint River Gather round children, it's time to pray Gonna drown the sin Out of a sinner That God's moving water Wash him away
say? What would your mama 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 say? Lay your brother down in the flint river. Gather round, children, it's time to pray. Gonna drown us in, out over center. Hey, God's moving water. Wash him away. Down version. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a that's a. I've been hearing that live though. Yeah. Uh, is that a new one? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's new because it's going to be on the album. It's right. unreleased. <clears throat> Sean Clark actually gave us a line for that song. I did. Do you remember that? No. Hail we, to the chief, strike up the band. Really? We were we were, uh, we were with y'all in Athens, and that we you know. Now we've seen, seen the Midnight Titty Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that Midnight Titty. We played you that song, and it was like we were almost like finished with it. We only had like that little uh, – we didn't have finished all the way, and, and whenever like you heard what we had, like right after like I was like on um, – then you broke down. Or, wait, the second verse. You know, I said the, the first line, the second verse, and I come to a pause, and you was like, Hell to the chief, strike up the band. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, kind of like, heck yeah. Like the way it happened when you said it, it was like, I heard a story where, um, you know, one of the dudes from the Eagles was writing that song, and he's like, Oh, I was standing on the corner of Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. And then another dude was like, there's a girl, my Lord, in a flatbed Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, just, it was cool, man. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Jackson Brown who wrote that? With it was Jackson yeah, Brown. It was Jackson and he Brown. had a blank right there, and Glenn Fry just says, yeah. I was standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona, and I'm from Michigan, but <laughs> he was a damn Yankee. Playing country rock, but he he spit out that right behind Jackson Brown and Jackson Brown just looked at him and said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." It's the way it happens sometimes. It just inspiration. That was a good one. Thank you. Uh, you got I, something else? I'll tell y'all what. Y'all want to inspire me, man, for real. Y'all great songwriters, freaking, freaking awesome, man. man well, yeah. thank you, buddy. And we think the same about y'all too. Yeah, love y'all songs. Y'all coming, y'all coming from a place with y'all stuff. You know that everybody don't come from. You know, you you can tell when it's good. <laughs> you also know when it ain't. That's right. And uh, <clears throat> y'all got some real earthy stuff. 
Which uh, I, I ain't even gonna lie, like you know, I'm a musician. We all musicians, so we know. I'm a little hungover, so you know, if I mess up on a song or something, y'all just bear with me, cause I mean, we had good days and bad days. That's right. Just gotta take the, we, uh, the good and the bad. We won't hold it against you. We just blame it on the day, Lily. But I mean, that's why I got him, you know, cause if I'm having a bad day. They usually pick up where I mess up. There you where go. Where I mess up. You know? what, what did you say the other day? What do we make? What do we what? The two of us. Man, I make, uh, shoot, I say a lot of shit and I don't remember. <laughs> no, you said us together, we make one. We make one all right musician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know about that. You'll make two pretty good musicians. That's right. Pretty I good. I think together they make the Page Brothers. Hey. I mean, what, what's cool, though, just throw a little symbology, whatever you want to call symbology. it. Symbology. <laughs> Get that symbology up in there. <laughs> I mean, if if we going off the deep end, we might as well dive off the deep end. Like, not... Well, not we, we, well, we ain't not, right. I don't think we're right there the yet. And check if it's cold. We ain't doing the deep end. I'm yet. straight on we're it. We're not on the deep end. Not yet. I got oh, to change right. hats first. My bad. Hold on. <laughs> you know, we're going to start in a minute on that. So, you know, our last name is Paige, man. And, you know, uh, uh, there's two sides of a page in a book. Mm-hmm. You have the, the recto and the verso. The mm-hmm. recto is the right-hand side of the page. The verso was the left-hand side of the page. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, like, I write, I be writing lyrics with my right hand. Switch so one be, of y'all's recto. He strumming the chorus with his left hand. He's recto. Which one of y'all's recto? <laughs> one <of> <laughs> I ain't <personal>. recto. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. We're oh, Page Brothers. I'm Recto. He's Versa. <laughs> I was like, that's trying cool. to make a, some kind of analogy. I like it. Symbology. Yeah. Anal- I sort of said analogy. That's some cool symbology. Symbolism, <laughs> analogy. <laughs> put together. Symbology. I like it. So, what's the name of this? Recto Verso? The name's the song? The name is, is the Page Brothers. No, I mean, I'm this next saying. song that you're doing. Oh, well. Uh, what you want to do? We don't write set lists, so you know. Can you come up with two? <laughs> we know more than one song, but barely know one song, as you just heard. Here, I got one. Want to do it? What? Funeral hymn number eleven. Is that the "Don't Moan for Me"? Yeah. I love that, yeah. man. Don't matter if it's down. I write down songs too. Yeah. Blues is. Is down music, and it's that's real. some of the best music in the world. I, I do it. I, I'll do the song for you, but I, I tell you why. I, I, you know, at first I didn't want to do it. It's just you know when we write, we write songs, man. We come, <clears throat> wherever we're writing, we we write from some some place we're at, you know, mm-hmm. and. When I wrote a song, I was in a in a really dark place. So, but but I mean, I'm I still I still do the song. I know I know it's a good song. It just 
don't know, like kind of dredges put, up. Put, puts puts memory. Some sometimes it puts me back in, like you know, I I look back on things and on um, you know it scars like still sting every mm. once in a while, man. Well, we can always do that. Uh... Smash Mouth <clears throat> cover we worked up. Oh, yeah. No, nah, do, do the song. Do, <laughs> well, do I, said, song. I tell you, it's a very powerful song and and beautiful, too, at the same time. Even though it might come from a dark place, the beauty of it is really, it, it's, it touches folks. All right. flowers will the widow's eyes weep the buzzard's voice serenade the dead man asleep up along that hillside lies a place for me from the dust I shall return scattered with the leaves Joy. 
rejoice where I found my peace. Don't you mourn for me in the presence of my maker is where I long to be. Where some sad flowers will the widow's eyes weep. The buzzard's voice serenades the dead men asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I love it. I do like that. Heavy one. Very nice. Thank you, Cody. Yeah, appreciate you doing that. It's true, like you say, you know, you have to, to write truly from the heart you got to get down there with them old memories and sometimes they ain't pre- uh, pretty you have to uh, to dredge it up to get as r- real as you can you know songwriting um, it's the personal ones that are hardest that was very good um so tell me this about the day Lily capital of Georgia. Has there ever been any celebrities over there? You know, like we lay claim to Pernell Roberts here in Waco from Bonanza. Bonanza, oh, that's yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> um, Adam. Uh, Adam. And uh, Ray, of course, Ray, Grant Parsons, you know. Yeah. Ray McKinnon from Adel. He was in that. Movie, oh brother, where art thou? And it's like, I'm bona fide. You know <laughs> put that in the song. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we did. But he was the guy that was <clears throat> married to uh, Clooney's, George Clooney's ex wife, right? That's right. <laughs> hey, Ray McKinnon. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple others from Adel. Yeah. Uh, who, who else? The obscure folk singer Robert Lester Folsom. Oh yeah, yeah. I I got an album by that yep. guy. Um, Robert Lester Folsom. Yeah. He was he was like just a he was obscure. Yeah, I guess you said it yeah. right there. No one knew. I guess no one really knows who he is. But I had <laughs> I a friend of mine send me a link to him. He's like, this guy's from Adel. Jerry yeah, really cool. Jerry Lee Lewis's drummer. Uh, Morris Tarrant, Tarp Tarrant, who's also in uh, Nitro Function with Billy, uh, Cox. Billy Cox. and uh, He played uh, a lot of session work. He did stuff with Mac Davis. Yeah. Like how how th- that happened was uh, back in like, I'm going to say like the 50s or whatever, mm-hmm. like Fair and Young, uh, he was an old country singer. Mm-hmm. Something happened to his drummer. Like when they were playing at like an ag center or like a high school auditorium, I, I don't know exactly where, like mm-hmm. what the situation was, but I but I've heard the story by a couple people. So I mean, like, you know, um, but something happened to the <clears throat> drummer, and they were looking for a drummer, and like the closest drummer by was 
guitar in Adel, and he went and played with them, and then he ended up like doing real good. <laughs> you know, he's like a young dude, and ended up, you know, uh, I guess like finishing out tour with them, <laughs> and ended up doing some session work, and then, you know, got got in with Jerry Lee Lewis and stuff, man, and uh, the dude that does King of the Hill. Mike Judge. Yeah, Mike Judge. He uh does this thing, Tales from the Road, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on that Tales from the Tour Bus. Yeah. Tales from, yeah. from the Tour Bus. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's and, a good episode with mm-hmm. Tarp on her. Jerry Lee Lewis episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yep. I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. go back and look he's, for Tarp. Yeah. He, he's mm-hmm. on there, man. You don't miss him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heck yeah. My daddy's claim to fame. My daddy was uh, stationed in where I was born up in uh, Atlanta, at Fort McPherson, and we lived in uh, Marietta, and wasn't far, you know. Marietta's right outside of Atlanta, so we the house was in Marietta, and he worked in uh, Fort McPherson in Atlanta, and he said. Uh, I was walking across the base one day. This Jeep rode by, and Farron Young was in. He was stationed there, too. Wow. And we was going, really? Did you talk to him? Did you get to meet him? No, I just waved at him, and he waved back. (laughs) I said, well, damn. (laughs) I waved at Farron Young in a Jeep. It's like seeing uh, Elvis's jacket. You know, they sent that damn Elvis's Cadillac and his jacket out on tour one time, and people paid money to go look at it. Woohoo! I met the man who met Andy Griffin. He was down at the mall giving autographs. <laughs> that blows my mind. I met Andy Griffith. This hand right here shook his young. Pay me some money. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I guess it's about time for Tale of the Week. And uh, we get right down to it. I got to get my, my reader here. That's uh, Justin Mercer. <laughs> Wait till I start reading to yawn. <sighs> <clears throat> Now, from November 1975 through October 1978, through several personnel changes, down-home bands, home away from home, six nights a week, was the King of the Road Motor Inn, a premier motel chain owned by Roger Miller. Named after his popular original song, which was King of the Road. Right. King of the Road was situated in Valdosta, Georgia, a sprawling southern city on the move, located just above the Florida line next to I-75, boasting a fine military installation, a four-year college, and colorful locals from lounges and neighboring counties like... Uh, Adel. Adel in the county. Cook County. Cook County. 
here in this Southwest Georgia community, down home were at their best. No matter what mediocrity the group would endure as they gigged from town to town and across state lines, they knew that once they hit the king, everything was all right. I guess I don't really say it in here. Yeah, I do. Okay. People wondering what Down Home is or why this is relevant. That was the band that I was in. Okay. In our polyester shirts, double-knit flare leg pants, and platform shoes, we were the kings of the king of the road. And it was the place to be when Down Home came to town. Looking like something out of a Las Vegas showroom, the club was a bastion of red velvet and leatherette decadence. The stage hung out of one corner of the room in a half-moon shape. That's somebody standing on the stage taking that picture. Uh, up a couple steps to the next level with more tables and crescent-shaped booths. Looked like uh, seashells draped in black hide. Two more steps led to the top-level dining area, bar and waitress station, where former Sparks, Georgia bartender Dirty Harry used to work, and a room at the rear housing the spotlight that we used on occasion, one being the evening we shared the stage with Sonny Turner, former lead singer of The Platters. Filled to overflow capacity on Friday and Saturday nights, Eddie Middleton and Down Home aimed to please. Patrons queued up in a long line that snaked from the club door through the lobby past the front desk and out into the parking lot. The dinner set would start out each evening at 8.30, showcasing the vocal talents of the Down Home boys, then segueing into high-energy dance music and show tunes. Featuring the unequaled Eddie Middleton, front man and lead singer of the group. All this made for quite a heady atmosphere among the young men of Down Home. Pretty women from South Georgia and North Florida were always in abundance, and we single guys did not go lonely for a few nights. On those nights when the women were scarce or disinterested, we'd usually take to drinking amongst ourselves because we were brothers. Brothers of the road, we shared our dreams, our feelings, and our motel rooms. On some nights, after the lounge closed down, we would crawl into the van and weave down country roads under the watchful eye of a huge Lowndes County moon, singing to cows behind farm fences. We'd stop the van and just sing some songs, you know, and the cows are just, you know how cows are. They're just kind of like totally disinterested. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't give a damn, but to us it was drunken therapy. One particular night we were led to an all-night breakfast place for early morning patty melts and hash browns with onions grilled and made to order like only the kettle could. We descended, dined, and were deserting the place as a quartet of hungry blue-haired grandmas made their way across the parking lot towards the front entrance, where our drummer stood, politely positioned, holding the door open for him. 
What a nice young man, I heard one of them say, right before he hiked up his right leg and let go on top of them last two ladies, one of the loudest, nose-blistering, flatulent farts that I'd ever in my life heard. (laughs) The irony of this tale is that as a child, I used to follow my dear grandma around Setzer's grocery store as she strolled along in her simple cotton farm dress, leaning forward on her buggy and breaking wind all the way down the aisle. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure she never intentionally farted on a musician. (laughs) Damn, dude. Well, you got to write what you know. That's good. I won't say who the drummer was. <laughs> so how long before we're looking to hear this album? Some months, four, five, six. I mean, we're I taking know how it goes. slow. Yeah, I know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. How many tracks on it? Hopefully 12. Good. 11 or 12. Title, Absolutely. working title? There's no title as of yet. Still it could be self-titled. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That means the Page Brothers Band. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll keep you wondering. Yeah, I know what that means. Okay. If keep people wondering. Can't give you too more, much. Man. Don't give you too much you at just once. Get, give right. it to them. They're like, I'll rat. Yeah. If you keep them wondering. Yeah. They'll be thinking about it. got to put that mind bug in there. Mm-hmm. The anticipation, the suspense, and everything. But those two songs that y'all just did are going to be on it, right? Yeah. Well, we know that much. We don't know much. <laughs> well, folks, we appreciate y'all watching. We thank y'all for being on again. This we makes thank you for having us. Three. Three's three is a lucky number. That's right. Three is the magic number. The magic number. And, uh, we look forward to having y'all again. Magic we just might have y'all on the deep end sometime. I like to be And if on we the do, end. I ain't going to change clothes for it. Yeah, I'm not going to change clothes either. Let's oh, run this thing. This went so well. Let's just have All a deep right. end like this. Next time y'all come back, we'll do a deep end in these same clothes. All right. I like that idea. Mark my words, folks. We thank y'all for watching and do appreciate it. Hope that you'll go on over to the deep end that we just spoke of. It's on our Patreon.com, and it's called The Deep End, Something in the Water. And subscribe as a patron. $5 a month, you'll get to watch some low-down, dirty, (laughs) mystical, say-what-you-want-to stuff on there. Dave takes his shirt off. I do. I will. If it'll get you to, uh, if it'll get you to watch, if it'll get you to pay $5, I'll change hats. Thank you all again. We'll see you next time. Just my
just might see your face.